So this morning, I just want to share a few words this morning to help kind of set the stage for where we're going in Advent, to help us just begin to start to reflect on where God might be in the midst of all the situations that we're dealing with right now, all the things we're experiencing right now. Once again, it's a new year, a new Advent, and once again, we start over. We are beginning a new year. Uh, We often celebrate the new year on January 1st, but for Christians, really, this is the beginning of our new year in our life together as a Christian community here at Embrace. We begin the new Christian year with the season of Advent. And Advent is those four weeks leading up to Christmas Day. Once again, we come back to these prophecies, these stories, these songs, all about God coming to earth through the birth of a baby boy named Jesus in the town of Bethlehem. I don't know about for you all, but it's all so familiar to me. We know it all so well, yet here we are again, another season of Advent. The word Advent means basically to come or to arrive. And so every year, we remember when God arrived, when God visited earth, arriving in Bethlehem after nine months in the womb of his mother, Mary. God came to earth bringing gifts, bringing gifts of hope and peace and joy and love. And it is a beautiful story. And it's a story we should tell every single year over and over and over again. This is my 41st year of hearing this story. And it doesn't get old to me. I still love it. And I still need it. I say that, but I also want to say some other words about this story. In this prayer that I read by a guy named Carl Rayner, it's a prayer he wrote to God articulating some of his feelings and thoughts about Advent. And I resonated with some of what he said, and I want to share it with you all. He says, you tell me that you have really already come. That your name is Jesus, Son of Mary. And that I know in what place and at what time I can find you. That's all true, of course, Lord. But forgive me if I say that this coming of yours seems more like a going, more like a departure than an arrival. This is how I'm feeling this Advent, and let me explain. I believe that God showed up 2,000 years ago in divine mystery as a baby boy who grew up as Jesus of Nazareth, who loved, taught, inspired, and challenged, and eventually died and rose again. I believe that story, and it has changed my life. But lately, I've been feeling God's absence a little more than usual. I've been deeply longing for Jesus to return, to meet us in our grief and in our pain and address all the violence and the suffering in this world. I've been praying for help, and many others have been praying for help from God and the suffering keeps on going. Sometimes it feels like God is absent in the world. So when I celebrate Advent this year, 
and remember when Christ first entered our world, I'm feeling, just to be honest, a little bit frustrated, wishing that it wasn't 2,000 years ago when it happened, and wishing that Jesus had never left. I don't know your thoughts about all this, but we could use some help from Jesus right now. I'm feeling some mixed emotions this year during Advent. Grateful that Christ came, but sometimes confused about where Christ is right now. Does anybody understand what I'm saying? Does anyone perhaps resonate with some of the frustration that I feel? In that same prayer, Carl Rayner later wrote some words that give me some hope. He says, it is said that you will come again, and this is true. But the again is misleading. It won't really be another coming because you have never really gone away. In the human existence that you made your own for all eternity, you have never left us. In his prayer, he has articulated a deep spiritual truth from our Scriptures. That we aren't just waiting for Jesus to come back again. But Jesus is with us right now. Walking with us as we navigate all the challenges of this complicated life. The Scriptures teach us that Jesus never left us. In John 14, Jesus says these words before He ascended into heaven. This was before the crucifixion and the resurrection. He said, if you love Me, you will walk in My ways. I will ask the Father to send one who will always walk beside you and guide you on the good road. He will send one who will always walk beside you and guide you on the good road. He is the Spirit of truth. The one this world is not able to accept because it does not see or know Him. But you know Him, for He is with you now and soon will be in you. Our Scriptures, and I would argue that our experience also teaches us that the Spirit is moving and working in this world now. That God is present to us now. That the Spirit of Jesus is still here and never actually left. This Advent, we're going to celebrate the birth of Jesus and all the goodness that Jesus brought 2,000 years ago. But we're also going to spend some time trying to discern how Jesus is present to us right now in December 2023 in this messed up and broken world that we're living in right now. Our theme for this year's Advent is illuminating the darkness. Now I think we probably all can agree that there is darkness all around us. We are facing so many challenges and struggles I know many of you all as individuals are facing seemingly insurmountable challenges right now. So many hard things that you all are facing. You all share these in your prayer requests and in conversations. We carry these burdens in our bodies as we show up every single week to worship. We're facing challenges. Our families are facing challenges. Our society is facing challenges. Our our global world family is facing challenges. Just as Jesus brought light into the world so long ago, I still believe Jesus is bringing light into our darkness right now. And sometimes I struggle to believe that, but I'm holding on to hope that the light of Jesus is still here with us, illuminating our darkness and bringing life and goodness into these broken places in our world. 
Do we have eyes to see the light? Do we have eyes to see it? Can we see the ways that Jesus is illuminating our darkness, bringing light into the darkness around us? You know, light is a theme all throughout the story of God in Scripture. You can go back to the prophetic text in the Hebrew Bible, and the prophets longed for a day when light would dawn. As the Israelites faced slavery and exile and war and famine, the prophets, they were able somehow to hold on to hope, and they saw visions of light. In our prophetic text that Rick and Debbie read for us today, it talks about the heavens. The the prophet Isaiah saw the heavens literally being ripped apart. And it talks about this fire that came down from heaven. This is the vision that he saw. And this fire that brought new life, but also will bring judgment to the world. In Isaiah 9, which we always read on Christmas Eve, the prophet declares that a light has dawned. That darkness will not last forever. So in a world covered in darkness... The prophets were able to see a glimmer of light. Thank God for the prophetic witness that has held on to this story of God for generation upon generation upon generation. Thank God for our prophets now that help us see light in the midst of darkness. The nativity story that we always talk about around this time of year is covered in darkness. It's about light, but it's about darkness as well. You may not have picked up on this, but the Holy Family was living in poverty. Jesus was born into the midst of a poor community in a place that was often overlooked and forgotten. We have stories of displacement and oppressive empires. Yet even in the midst of this story, there is still light. There is a star in the sky, right? There is a star in the sky that guides people and provides light in the dark places. There is even more blinding light that consumes the shepherds as they kept watch over their flocks at night. Angels appear in this story. Often when people are in the darkness of sleep, they bring this illuminating light into their minds as they sleep. In the Gospel of John, in John chapter 1, John has a very different uh, birth narrative. He doesn't talk about all the details, but he just talks about Jesus coming as the true light that gives light to everyone. And he also says that the light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. Illuminating the darkness. During Advent, we're going to discover many ways, I hope, that God has already illuminated the darkness, but I also hope that we will look for ways that God is illuminating our darkness today. Because we believe Jesus is still coming among us, still moving among us in this world today. You know, we're going to be lighting our candles as we move throughout Advent. Many of you all may have Advent wreaths at home with candles. Each candle, in a sense, represents a gift from God that we receive through Jesus. Hope, which we lit today. Peace, joy, and love. And each of these are gifts from God that God has given to us. But I believe they are also callings upon our lives. We all receive hope and peace and joy and love from God, which brings light into our darkness we experience. But we're also invited 
to share hope and peace and joy and love with others. They are both a gift to us and a calling upon our lives at the same time. And so we're going to discern together throughout this season through songs and scriptures and art and prayer and preaching how each of these illuminates the darkness that we experience. I'll tell you a quick story about our son, Kai, who is almost two years old. He has a little room in the upstairs in our house. And we have a blackout shade over his window, and so it gets very dark in his room while he sleeps. When Kai was a, a baby, a newborn, and first few months, year of his life, he, he didn't really understand darkness and light very much. He didn't understand much of the difference between daylight and darkness. He had little awareness of this and had, of course, no fear of the dark because he didn't understand it. But just recently, Kai started to become more aware of the darkness around him. With the time change now, he goes to bed after it's dark outside, and so he's seeing stars and the moon, and he, he loves it, but he also is getting more nervous sometimes around the dark. Sometimes he'll, he'll say, it's dark, I'm scared, and we'll seek to reassure him. Every night we have a routine we do with him before bed, brush teeth, diaper change, lotion, pajamas, books, he always wants to read more than we can. After we read the books, we'll turn on his noise machine, we turn out the light, and then we'll sing a song together. Recently, he added something new to the routine at night. We have like a, a, a wall-mounted heater, air conditioning thing on the wall, and there's a little red light on it that I've sought to cover with some tape, but you can still see it, um, and he can see that red light that's over the power button on this machine. And now every night when we're singing the song, he interrupt, interrupts us and he says, touch, touch. And he wants us to walk him over to the heater and he touches the little red light and then we can continue to sing the song. Sometimes he wants a second touch or a third touch on the little red light. Eventually he'll lay his head back down on whoever's holding him and we finish the song and then he'll go to bed. I have no idea why he actually wants to touch that light every single night. But I like to think that maybe touching the light brings him some kind of comfort as he sleeps in his very dark room. I like to imagine that the light perhaps is a grounding force for him as he gets used to being in the dark. It isn't super bright, but it's noticeable. And maybe it helps. And I think about our lives as we're trying to walk in the darkness that surrounds us. It can be very scary. It can feel very overwhelming. And sometimes we can lose our footing, and sometimes we just feel like we're on shaky ground and we don't know where to turn. Advent is a reminder to us that we can hold on to Jesus. Jesus is the light of the world. He is connecting us. through. We can connect to Jesus through His eternal Spirit that is living in us and moving and working around us in this world. Advent is a reminder that there is light, even at sometimes if we can only see a small glimmer. And that light can guide us, can be a grounding force for us as we walk the difficult paths that we're all walking. So my hope is in this new Christian year, this season of Advent, that we can use this once again as an opportunity to start over, an opportunity to begin again, and touch the light once again and be reminded that Jesus never left us and that we are not 
alone. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen.